Greetings, family, and a warm welcome to everyone that's joined us. Family, as I said the other day, every year when we start, we ask the Lord to give us a word, to give us something that will guide us, something that will direct us in the course of the year as we walk our journey with the Lord. We ask the Lord to give us a word that will call the theme for the year, a word that we believe in, we focus on as we believe in every word that's in the Bible, but this is a word that we always come back to, this is a word that we anchor things on, this is a word that we focus on, it is a word that directs us and family this year in 2021, the prophetic word for this year is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. The title of the theme is not by might nor by power, but by the Lord's spirit. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you, God. Family, this year the Lord is saying we are not going to do things by our own strength. We are not going to do things by our own ability. We are not going to be doing things by our own intellect. We are not going to be doing things by our own talent, flesh. But this year we are going to do things by the Lord's Spirit. We are going to do things by the Holy Spirit. This is the year of the Holy Spirit. Declare it to your friend, text someone and say, this is the year of the Holy Spirit. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Glory to you, God. Let me just give a bit of context, a bit of background to these words that were given by the prophet Zechariah, given to a governor, Zerubbabel, to encourage him to build the temple of the Lord. Now, this happened at a time when Zerubbabel, having been in exile for 70 years under the hand of the Babylonians, under the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. Now it happens that the king of Persia takes over, defeats the Babylonians and takes over power. And in taking over power, he gives an instruction. He allows the Jews to return to their land of their parents, to return to their city of Jerusalem. So they return to their city of Jerusalem and they find that the temple of the Lord has been ruined, has been destroyed because when Nebuchadnezzar came and took them exile, he destroyed it, he took everything that was in the temple and took it with him and took it with them as he took them in exile. So here they are, having returned, and they start to build the temple of the Lord. And it's not much later, after they've started building the temple of the Lord, they begin to experience challenges. They begin to experience adversities. They begin to experience problems. And to such an extent that even the king of Persia, who is now new, not the same one that allowed them to come back, even the king of Persia issues a decree instructing them not 
not to continue building the temple, to stop the construction of building the temple. And for 16 years, there is no construction. For 16 years, nothing happens. The foundations have been laid, but nothing progresses beyond that. The Jews are discouraged. The Jews are in fear. Probably some of them are remembering how they were conquered. Some of them are remembering their exile life in Babylon and they are saying to themselves, what else is going to come upon us if we've been stopped from building the temple of the Lord? What else could be taken away from us? So I have no doubt in my mind that it is in this context where they are discouraged, where they feel let down, where they feel they cannot do much. It is in this context, after 16 years or 17 years thereabout, that the Lord speaks to Zechariah the prophet, gives him a vision, and he then interprets that vision for him. And this is what the Lord said in interpreting the vision that he had given to Zechariah to continue building the temple of the Lord because it was incomplete. It had only been done up to foundation and nothing else had been done beyond that. This is the year that not by might nor by power, but by the Lord's spirit, says the Lord of hosts. It is with this background that we can then move to Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 to 9. And if we read from the New King James Version, this is the Lord responding, explaining, interpreting the vision to Zechariah, the vision that the Lord had given to Zechariah in the beginning of this chapter. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. He shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, the heads of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. Glory to you, God. We give you all the honor. We thank you for your word this morning. As we declare the theme for this year, as we launch the theme for this year, Holy Spirit, this is your year. Holy Spirit, talk to us through your word. Holy Spirit, talk to us through the word of God. Holy Spirit, touch us. Holy Spirit, mold us this year. Holy Spirit, let us do things this year, not according to our might, not according to our power, but by you, God, the Holy Spirit. We give all the glory, we give all the honor in Jesus' most precious name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, what I've just shared with you gives context to the words that were spoken by God. When he said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Speaking 
to the prophet and saying, tell Zerubbabel that it is not going to be by his might, it is not going to be by his power that he will complete the construction of the temple. We are declaring 2021, children of God, that whatever we desire to do in 2021, whatever things face us in 2021, whatever our aspirations are in 2021, it is not by might, it is not by our power, but it is by the Holy Spirit that we will complete, we will walk this journey and glory to you, God. Now, let's just take a step back as well. And let me just put further context to these words. Because if you do a comparison between the temple that was built by Solomon, that was then subsequently destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar, and is now being rebuilt by Zerubbabel, there's significant contrast. When Solomon built the temple, scholars say he had over 150,000 men and 3,000 foremen that ensured that the temple was constructed and completed. Not only that, but he also had enough wealth, enough funding, there was enough budget to construct the temple. David had left enough for King Solomon to build the temple. And not only that, but when a collection was made from the Jews at the time, there was so much collected to an extent that those that were collecting had to tell the Jews that no, 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 stop. We've now collected enough. Stop giving. We've now collected enough. Now contrast this with the story that we are reading now, where Zerubbabel comes back from Babylon with 50,000 men compared to 150,000. And I have no doubt that there's not much wealth because it was an exile. They've been here, it's now over 16 years that they've just come back. There's no likelihood that they've amassed wealth that there's enough budget to complete this work. So it is in this context that the Lord says, Zerubbabel, not by, what you, not by your resources, not by the number of your workers, not by your intellect, but by my spirit shall you build and see the completion of this temple, the completion of building this temple. So we are saying, children of God, not by might, not by power, are we going to exist, but by the Holy Spirit, our existence is glory to the King. Now, let me just fast forward for you to show you what subsequently happened. Then we'll come back to Zechariah again. But if we turn our Bibles to the book of Ezra, Ezra chapter 6, it is a narrative of what happened. There, 
it is reflected that a new king of Persia came on board and the new king reversed the decree that had been given earlier on stopping the construction of the temple of the Lord. The new king also further instructed that all the gold and the silver that had been taken from the temple built by Solomon be returned intact to Jerusalem. And if you continue on verse 7 to 11 of Ezra chapter 6, the Bible says this is a continuance of what is in the decree. Verse 7 says, do not disturb the construction of the temple of God. Let it be rebuilt on its original site. And do not hinder the governor of Judah and the elders of the Jews in their work. Moreover, I hereby decree that you are to help these elders of the Jews as they rebuild this temple of God. You must pay the full construction costs without delay from my taxes collected in the province west of Ephraim's river so that the work will not be interrupted. Give the priests in Jerusalem whatever is needed in the way of their bulls, ram, and main lamps for the burnt offerings presented to the God of heaven. And without fail, provide them with as much wheat, salt, wine, and olive oil as they need each day. Then they will be able to offer acceptable sacrifices to the God of heaven and pray for the welfare of the king and his sons. Verse 11, those who violate this decree in any way will have a beam pulled from their house. Then they will be lifted up and impelled on it, and their house will be reduced to a pile of rubble. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, declares the Lord. Here Ezra reflects to us what actually transpires. The king gives a decree. There's a change in situation. There's a change in environment. He says this work will continue. This work will be funded from my taxes. There will be a canteen. These people on site will have enough food to eat. On site, if they need to make sacrifices to the Lord, let you people provide for it. Not only that, but you will provide labor for them. You will provide support to the construction of this temple. 
And let me warn you that whoever does not support in any way the construction, woe unto them. Glory to God. So God miraculously, not by Zerubbabel's power, not by Zerubbabel's might, God miraculously provides for everything that is needed for the construction of the temple. I have no doubt in my mind that what Zerubbabel and the Jews saw was much more than, exceedingly much more than they had expected. This is a demonstration, child of God, that what God says in his word, his spirit acts on it and ensures that his word is fulfilled. His word was fulfilled not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, declared the Lord in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. And we read in Ezra chapter 6 what actually happened. Child of God, God is faithful in his word. He never speaks a word and turns against it. What he says shall come to pass. Glory to you, God. 2021 is a year not by might, nor by power, but by the Lord's Spirit shall we do great exploits. Shall we do mighty deeds? Shall we see our dreams being fulfilled? Shall we see the prayers, the things that we've prayed for manifesting? Shall we experience miracles and wonders? Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord is reminding us in 2021 that let us not look at what we possess. Let us not look at what we own. Let us not look at our talents. Let us not look at our abilities. Let us not look at who we are connected to, but let us focus on Him, the Father of unlimited resources, the Father of unconditional love, the Father who's almighty, who's all-knowing, who's got all plans for us, not to harm us, but to prosper us. Let our focus be on Him who's got unlimited resources, whose thoughts are higher than our thoughts, whose ways are greater than our ways. Let our focus be on Him, not by your might, not by your power, but by the Holy Spirit. Will you do great exploits in 2021? Whatever issues in life you are dealing with, child of God, whether it be it in relationships, whether it be it in marriage, whether it be it in your finances, whether it be it in your health, whether it be it in your business, in your career, wherever it is, 
I'm saying to you, child of God, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord shall you overcome. Glory to God. He is the same Spirit that is seen in Exodus. In Exodus chapter 31, where Moses has been given an instruction on building the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and God has given Moses the exact detail of wow, of how he wants his house built. And when you get to Exodus chapter 31, the Bible says in verse 3, speaking about the master craftsman who was to oversee the building of this tent of meeting. I have filled him with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. Glory to God. God filled this master craftsman. God filled this foreman who was going to oversee the construction of the tabernacle. As we read here, we see that God says he has filled the master craftsman, the one who's going to oversee, who's going to be the foreman in the construction of the tabernacle. He says, I have given him, I have poured my spirit onto him. And as a result of me pouring my spirit onto him, I have poured wisdom, I have poured ability, I have poured expertise for him to do all kinds of crafts. Not by might, nor by power but by the Spirit of the Lord. Child of God, in 2021, the same Spirit, oh glory to God, the same Spirit that I just referred to in Exodus 31 is the same Spirit that will give you the expertise you need to execute what you need to execute. When you go in to solve that problem, say, Holy Spirit, give me the expertise that is needed to execute on this assignment. Because it is not by might, it is not by my power, but it is by the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. And now I want to come back to our anchor verse in Zechariah. The Lord says, who are you? And the virgin says, what are you? Great mountain. You may look great in the face of Zerubbabel. You may look great in the face of the Jews. But you've got no chance against the Holy Spirit. You mountain, great as you may seem, you will become a plane. You'll be flattened. You'll be leveled out. You'll become insignificant, not by his Zerubbabel's power, nor by his might, but by the Holy Spirit. No obstacle. In other words, the Lord is saying, 
Go and give Zerubbabel these words. That although there may seem to be obstacles in his way, but let him be assured that those mountains, those obstacles, those challenges will be flattened, will be made a plain, will be leveled to the ground. Those giants, those challenges, child of God, those things that are a burning issue in your life, child of God, whether it be an addiction, whether it be sin that you are trying to get out of, whether it be your desires, child of God, I am saying to you, child of God, in 2021, it may look like an obstacle, it may look like a challenge, but what are you compared to the Holy Spirit? Because not by might, no, by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. I am declaring over your life in 2021 that you will see great wonders. You will see mighty things, but not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Glory to you, God. No obstacle will be able to stop what the Lord has placed in your heart. Glory to you, God. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. This is the same Holy Spirit that is spoken about in the book of First Samuel. The prophet Samuel speaks to King Saul and says, Saul, you are going to go and on your journey you will meet prophets coming from the place of worship and the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit will be upon you and when God's Spirit comes upon you so you will prophesy 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 6 and then later indeed when Saul meets these prophets, the Holy Spirit came upon him mightily and he joined them in prophesying. He joined them in prophesying. In fact, Saul, in fact, Samuel had said to him, you will prophesy and you will become a different man. You will become another man. You will be turned into another man when the Spirit of God comes upon you. Child of God, I'm saying this is the year. This is the year of the Holy Spirit. This is the year when we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. This is the year when the Holy Spirit, we say, Holy Spirit, take your place in our lives. Holy Spirit, change us into another person. Holy Spirit, transform us. Holy Spirit, change our situation. Holy Spirit, change our circumstances. Holy Spirit, change our environment. And it shall be done in Jesus' most wonderful name. Going back to the Bible says, and Zerubbabel shall bring forth the capstone. 
with shouts of grace, grace to it. The Lord says, Zechariah tells Zerubbabel that he will bring the top stone, he will bring the stone that's put as a sign that the project is complete. In other words, Zechariah tells Zerubbabel that the outcome has been declared, the outcome is guaranteed, the outcome is certain, there is no chance, it is a done deal. You, Zerubbabel, will put the capstone, you'll bring forth the capstone onto the temple to confirm that the last stone, there is no other stone that can be put beyond the stone. In verse 9, it actually says, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands shall also finish it. Glory to God. Children of God, whoever is listening to this message, may I declare to you in 2021 that whatever desires, whatever dreams that you had, whatever aspirations that you had, I want to declare that in 2021, you will put capstones, you will put top stones on top of those manifested dreams, those manifested desires, those manifested aspirations. Whatever challenge you may have had, you are going to be victorious. You will put capstone on it. Maybe there's something that you started many years ago or last year and didn't finish. Like the Jews here, for 16 years, this foundation lay wherever it was. I can just imagine what would go through their minds as they walk past and see nothing happening and question themselves to say, but Lord, you had encouraged us through Haggai to start the building. But look at us now, 16 years later, having stopped, nothing has happened. Are you still there with us, God? And discouraged, with no energy, with no enthusiasm, I am saying to you, child of God, that may be you looking at a project, looking at an abandoned mission, because you hit stumbling blocks, because you hit adversaries, because you hit challenges, and as a result of that, you step back, you walked away from it, but I'm declaring in Jesus' name, I'm declaring in Jesus' name that may 2021 be a year where the hand that started it the hand that was there when the foundation was built be the hand that finishes it. Just like God starts things and the Bible says, he who started something will cease to its completion. 
May I declare that in 2021, may the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, may you enable, may you empower believers to complete what they have started with their hands, what they have started in their minds, what has been laid in their hearts that is godly. Holy Spirit, may you empower them. May you enable them to complete what they started. Child of God, Romans 8, 32 says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Graciously give us all things. Holy Spirit, act on the word of the Lord. May we receive the things that are godly, that will advance your ministry, the things that are godly, that will give glory to you, King of glory. May we receive them in 2021. May your anointing be upon us. May your favor be upon us. This is the year of the Lord's favor. May the Lord's favor be upon us. Holy Spirit, this is your year. Engulf us. Holy Spirit, guide us. Holy Spirit, empower us. Holy Spirit, enrich us. Glory to you, God. Psalm 84, verse 11 says, He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing, will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. We are the righteous of God through the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit, continue to make us holy in our walk. We thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. As I bring this message to your conclusion, let me just reassure you, listener. Let me just reassure you, believer. That we are not saying in 2021 we are going to elevate the Holy Spirit above God the Father, God the Son. We are not saying we are going to be worshipping the Holy Spirit. We do believe without a shadow of a doubt that there is God the Father, there is God the Son, and there is God the Holy Spirit. And we know that they are one, they are co-equal, they co-exist, they are all omnipresent, omnipotent, they are all almighty, there is no distinction between any of them, but they play different roles in our lives. God is seated in heaven. On his side is God the Son. With us on earth is God the Spirit. And we are saying in 2021, 
we are not lifting up the Holy Spirit greater than God. They are one, they remain one, they are equal. But what we are saying, as was said by Paul, giving a blessing to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, it says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Paul recognizes he has always done so. He recognizes that they are together, but he says, may the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. 2021, we are lifting up the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We are lifting up the intimacy. We are lifting up the relationship with the Holy Spirit. We are lifting up the requirement of us to have intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Because as we have intimacy with Him, we begin to recognize and appreciate the things that He can do for us, the fruit come from him. The gifts that come from him. Now, child of God, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, declares the Lord. The Lord's spirit is not far from you, child of God. The Lord's spirit dwells in you, child of God. Unlike in the Old Testament, he came to the master craftsman. He came upon, and when the task was finished, he walked away. He came mightily on soul, and when the task of prophesying was done, he moved away. But today, we have the Holy Spirit. We have God in the Holy Spirit living in us. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God? And God's Spirit dwells in you. You are the temple of God. Having received Christ, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in you. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Glory to you, God. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 82. Love this verse. And he has identified us as his own by place. The Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment, as a guarantee, as a deposit, as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. Glory to God. In Galatians, the Bible says, we receive the Holy Spirit by faith. 
we receive salvation by faith. By faith we receive what is not visible. By faith we receive what the world could not accept. By faith we receive into our hearts the first installment of a guarantee of the promise of God. Hallelujah. Of the promises of God. Many times in the book of John, Jesus speaks to his disciples as he's about to leave and be crucified and knowing that he would soon ascend to be with the Father. He says in the book of John chapter 14 verse 16, he says, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. I will ask the Father and the Father will give you another advocate to help you. Other versions say another comforter, another advocate, another strengthener, another one like me. In other words, he is saying to us believers, he is going to the Father and when he gets to the Father, he will ask the Father to send to us another helper like him another advocate like him. So child of God, as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we realize that the Holy Spirit is a person. He has intellect. He has will. He has, he has emotions. We realize that the Holy Spirit is not an it because child of God, you cannot grow an intimate relationship with an object. You cannot grow an intimate relationship with an it. You can only grow an intimate relationship with a person. And a person does not necessarily have to have a head, feet, etc. He is a divine person, just like God is a divine person. I like what Jesus said in John 16, verse 7. He says to them, guys, it is to your advantage that I go. I have to go. If I don't go, the helper will not come. The question is, did Jesus go? Yes, he did go. He ascended into heaven. Secondly, did the Holy Spirit come? Yes, the Holy Spirit came in the book of Acts. And the Holy Spirit, as Jesus has promised, has not left us. The Holy Spirit is a guarantee. So, child of God, I'm saying to you, in 2021, the Holy Spirit lives in you. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Holy Spirit that's been placed in your heart as a guarantee of the promises that God has made over your life. Child of God, take this message. This is the theme for 2021. This is our theme. And as I close, child of God, I just want to announce that I would like you to join us as a church in a five-day period of praying and fasting. We are going to start on Monday morning and finishing on Friday evening. This is not a prescriptive fast. 
but you will fast as the Holy Spirit prompts you. Let it not just be a time of avoiding food because that is called dieting, but let it be a time where we ask the Holy Spirit as we embrace this theme for 2021, the same Holy Spirit that inspired men to write his word. So as we spend time in the word, in prayer and fasting, as we spend time in the word, may God show us, may we draw nearer to God, may we get an understanding, a better knowledge of God through the Holy Spirit. May the five days of fasting and praying, may they lay a foundation for us as we roll into 2021. Because this is the year where not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit declares the Lord. As always, children of God, we want to take this opportunity to invite anyone who hasn't accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior so that they may accept him as Lord and Savior for the Holy Spirit to come and dwell in them. Now is our opportunity to accept him as Lord and Savior. It's very simple. Join me in this prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. Heavenly Father, I know that without Jesus, I cannot come to you. Jesus is the way, the life, and the truth. And no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. Jesus, today I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Today I am a child of God. Today I am admitted into the kingdom of heaven. Holy Spirit, I thank you for coming and dwelling in me in my heart and being the first installment as a guarantee of every promise that the Lord has made. I thank you, God. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I am a new creation. I thank you. I thank you, God. In Jesus' most precious name. Amen. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. Brotherhood is rejoicing. You've made the best decision you could ever make as you go into 2021. May the Holy Spirit fill you. May He empower you. In Jesus' name.